Welcome to another episode of the Fade You Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We are on Twitter at Fade You Sports. Please be sure to follow. Be sure to subscribe our podcast. Helps us out. We uh, we are trying to do some fun things here for our one-year anniversary in July. So the more you guys subscribe and the more you listen, the more you support us, the more good content we can bring you. My name is Matthew James. I have Chris Duke and Joe Ham here with me. We are live from Joseph. Thanks for hosting us, Dad. <laughs> of course. I'm happy to have you guys. We are at first intermission of the Lightning and the Islanders, Game 7. And we are near the tail end of the first quarter in Hawks, <clears throat> Bucks. And some of us are sweating <laughs> first quarter. It might be dead. Because Chris be Duke, dead. we harnessed Fade Den. So... Tell, remind everybody who's listening, because they're going to listen to this after the fact. What, God damn it. What was Dennis on? So Dennis is all over the Hawks to the over. So you guys were thinking, hey, because last any of you guys at Fade Den, you know that he was on Suns first quarter, first half, and full yesterday. He went oh, uh, one and two, so we were two and one here, Team Fade Den. So today, whenever we see him neglect a quarter, we say, hey, maybe we should go ahead and it looks like, God willing, it's it's already over. But you're going to probably get a split with the spread because uh, Milwaukee's up six so with 46 seconds. But we were thinking, hey, let's instead of 4-0 and fade, Dan, let's try to get a 6-0 and and harness his cock. So we'll see. Uh, uh, Dan's still alive. He's going to see what happens in the second quarter. Today I asked him, are we taking the red team or the green team? He goes, red. And then he then texts me, Hawks. Full first game, first half, or sorry, first half and full, and the over. So Uh-oh. here we are on the unge and the bucks. And yeah, first quarter is a loser for the unge. For the unge, it was it was looking so good. It was like they were at like eighteen halfway <laughs> through yeah. the first quarter. So Chris, you always oh, no. say, "Think like Den and fade." Yeah, right. So that's where we when we talk about harness. Den, mm-hmm. you can add plays that Dennis would right. normally do because right. there are on a rare occasion he'll only do full and he'll neglect the half or something yeah. like that. Does that a lot in football sometimes? You'll see him instead of taking his first quarter, first half full, he'll just do first half. So we say, hey, why don't we sprinkle on the uh, the first, first quarter, quarter also? Yeah. So uh, yeah, if you so you got Bucks first quarter, Matt. Good job. Oh, oh actually. Okay, Joe Nine. didn't jinx it. Yeah, so one and one on a harness day. <laughs> Lou Williams tried to fuck it up, but we're all good. Now there, you you do have to be careful with this. Like you can't go overboard. There there is a there's a dad who <laughs> likes to fire team totals. <laughs> <laughs> right. His name his name might be Riley. It might rhyme with Miley. <laughs> and you would have been okay on team total bucks first quarter. Yeah. So, I mean, there are limits to this, but you can get a little creative with how you fade Dennis. I mean, we can promise you guys that Dennis, in the long run, over months, over a year, is going to lose more than he's going to win. We have a almost 11-month-long spreadsheet that verifies this. So, 
you can do it. You can add your own plays and get creative with how you fade dense. So if you do that, let us know in the in the replies. Let us know how you're doing that. We'd, we'd love to see it. So. What's fade dead's units at right now? I think it's at 46 just Every time, Chris, and you can talk about this, every time it gets close to plus 50, he goes <laughs> on a run. Three and one or something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's going to be, we'll see. His main run was in football. Football's coming up in a couple months. We'll see if we can get that to 75 for you guys. 100 would be nice in the first two years. <laughs> no you, shit. Can't, you just can't argue with the numbers. Thank God for Matt. He's keeping track of that with the Google. You guys can just click on that. The first thing is a, uh, you know, a Twitter. What's it called? A, a pinned tweet, right? Yeah. Where you can just click on that Google Doc and see all the way back to the beginning um, of how trash he is. So, can you talk about going into this series? Can you confirm that he asked you who was playing? Yeah. <laughs> the other day, I asked. I said, "Who you got tonight?" And he goes, "Who's playing?" Was not that game like two? Or I think it was game two. What he asked? It that. might have been because he's confused. Like if it was Western Conference or Eastern Conference, I said Hawks and fucking Bucks, you idiot. And he's like, "Oh, Hawks to the over." That's all he texts me. So you and get- then I said, "Guys, I'm waiting for the official text." And then, sure enough, I get it. Because if, you, if you're gonna blindly fade somebody, you want to know that they're not. You would be encouraged to hear that they're not informed. They don't know what's going on. They don't know. You who's mean like playing. not selling jeeps? <laughs> yeah. Not selling Ram trucks. So uh, there you go, guys. Dennis, it looks like he's back in action for the conference finals. He's been on, uh, he was on. Loves the Suns and Hawks. Huh? Yeah, he was on Suns heavy last night, went one and two. He was on this same thing, right? Boxing over in the first game, went 0 oh and two over, yeah. first half, Snuck and then got out. bailed out to go two and two when the Hawks came back. So we'll see what he does for the rest of the NBA season. And then uh, football's just too just far away. Really- We'll Can't see if wait. he hammers any more of his Padres. He's got a future on the Padres. We'll see if he gets in. A, uh, he did, like, I think last week he hammered a square-ass parlay of two favorites in baseball, right? <laughs> and oh, went yeah. 0-2. He went 0-2, <laughs> that's, that's right. right. We'll yeah. see if he gets involved in any more baseball. Here. I'm sure he'll dabble into baseball in a little bit when, once the NBA is done. The dogs are barking, the folks. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good thing for us. Last night, they okay. were barking. Yes, they were. <laughs> So what, what did we want to talk about today? We're on, uh, can we dance on the graves of the Vegas Golden Knights real quick? Oh, wow. dear God, I love it. Did you guys uh, have a, did you guys take a series play on that? I forget. Matt did. I did not. So yeah, I tweeted out Canadian series when I, so let's rewind a little bit. Vegas beats Colorado, right? Everybody during that round, myself included, Joe, probably you included, everyone in the world was saying, whoever comes out of the North and has to play Vegas or Colorado is going to get waxed. Everyone thought that. Now, then the series odds come out, and the Golden Knights are minus 500. I've never seen that before (laughs) on a hockey series. And we've explained on previous podcasts why that's absolutely absurd. That gives Montreal a 17% chance of winning the series. And even though I I posted in my tweet, they're probably going to lose, but... I think it's closer to a 35 or 40% chance they win the series, not fucking 17. Mm-hmm. So, sure, yeah. we fired Canadian series. I think the market was around plus 350 at the time. A lot of people got plus 400. On our book, personally, I got plus 430. And the Habs won in six. So, <laughs> why did this happen? Joe, you probably watch hockey more than any of the other guys who we do this with, along with myself. 
why is a minus 500? Why is there no such thing as a lock in hockey? Explain some of the randomness that is involved in this sport, which is really why more than many other sports, nothing is a lock. So in hockey, you can get, you know, the, the biggest thing is you can get a hot goalie that is just not letting anything up. And then a lot, one of the things that's crazy about hockey too is you can have some goals that are just complete luck. You know, they're just throwing pucks to the net and it just bounces off somebody's stick and goes into the net. And, you know, it's just, it, it it's just, it's so unpredictable in that aspect. But, I mean, there's some teams that are good defensively, but in hockey, it's, you know. <laughs> Sorry, we got, you guys can hear our dogs barking back there. They're having a good time. We love watching uh, or hearing dogs bark, so we bet them. But, uh, yeah, hockey, it's just really random. You know, you can get a hot goalie or, you know, it, it just a lot of crazy shit could happen. Like Joe said, pucks off skates, yeah. crossbars, posts. And I, the best point you made is that the goalie is the great equalizer. Less talented teams can win with good defensive structures if the goalie's playing really well. And that's what happened in, in the Montreal-Vegas series. I mean, Price outplayed the tandem for the Golden Knights. And three games went to overtime. Yeah. When you get to overtime, flip a flip a coin. Yeah, you might as well. I mean, it doesn't matter what the. I mean, when it's in overtime, it's one goal. It's sudden death. You know, you could have a guy just throw a puck on net from the blue line. It takes a crazy bounce. The goalie could be in perfect position, and it just goes right in. And last so. night was a perfect example. I mean, this game goes to overtime. Vegas has chance after chance after chance in the first few minutes. Great save by Price. Montreal goes down on the rush on really the first chance they had in overtime, and they put it in the goal. And game over, series over. And that's how a less talented Canadians team can beat a more talented Golden Knights team in six games. Nobody thought that would happen. So, yeah, we got Tampa one nothing. Interesting. Uh, they've carried the play so far. And uh, I, I know I'm on the Islanders tonight. I really thought that this game could go either way, and it's a one-goal game right now in the second period. It still could. So I actually mm-hmm. checked my uh, book earlier today because I booked a Tampa Bay future for to win the Stanley Cup. I booked it on February 21st at 7-1 to for Tampa to win the Cup. Wow. So nice we'll see down. what happens here. Well, if they go on and win this game, you're going to have a hell of a hedging opportunity <laughs> yes, next round. Cause I will. Be... I'll probably let it ride, though. You know, We'll see what happens. It... Might as well at this point. Put your cog out, let it ride. <laughs> if they... No way Habs win, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. If, well, if, they, if Tampa wins this game, I, I was talking about this earlier with somebody else, what would be the series price for Montreal-Tampa? I mean, the Canadiens, oh. were, they still had the fewest points of any team that made the playoffs, so... Mm-hmm. They're still going to be a sizable underdog. My guess is you would have Tampa around minus 300. Yeah, there's no way they see, mm-hmm. they, like you said, minus 500 is just as, asinine. And yeah. and Tampa Bay is a better team than the Golden Knights were. Yeah. and But it's going to be priced at a, a smaller number. Right. Which is, you know, obviously the idiocy of that minus 500 line. Well, Chris, you can jump here and talk about this. People need to understand with certain teams, you're always going to pay a tax. Like... You're never going to get the Dodgers at true value. You're never going to get the Chiefs at true value. You're never going to get the Golden Knights or the Avalanche at their real value. The books know the teams that people like to bet on, and they're going to make you pay extra tax on those teams. Cowboys will be inflated too. Yeah. Same shit. Even though they get 50 points a game, you'll still pay tax on them. 
and good luck betting them. Alabama football, yeah. Clemson oh, yeah. football, and the Dennis's of the world don't understand this, and they're just gonna lay at whatever it is. Right, and that's where you have an edge if you can be a little bit contrarian and get some of those teams and find value. So right. speak to that for a sec. Yeah, for sure, especially with hockey. I mean, you have to be careful because we know it's a coin flip game. You figure, what is it, Matt? You know, Gil Alexander points to this for year after year. You have like 52-game series or something like that like to like find the true winner. So, I mean, that's being evident here. Look at this. We've got a game seven here. You've got a four <laughs> plus 450 dog and Canadians winning. It's like... You think that you're, you're just, it's a lock to just take the favor. Just you got to be careful with that. So, um, and then yeah, you know everybody's gonna be on. I was just looking yesterday. You're looking at these futures of the Super Bowl. Chiefs are four to one, and Bucks are like six to one. It's like that's not even like if you play any of those numbers, like you're you're dumb. Like that's no <laughs> like like you just wait until the Chiefs start out like one and one or something and you can get like six to one or the Bucks start two and three and then you, like last year and then they went on a run like just don't take like shitty value and and wait for the play we like we talk about with a, with live value play just always be patient and you'll you'll get a better number our girl Kelly this morning on uh on sports grid was just talking about this how on an NFL future She's not taking anything that's under 10 to 1. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just it's insane to take that. If you I mean when you're betting futures and we kind of touched on this I think last episode, you don't take bad value on a team just cuz you like them. Right. And well, uh, that's what people do. Yeah, it's they a know with their heart, yeah. I mean, that's that's probably Vegas makes a lot of money teach. off that shit. Exactly, and that's what we at Fade you like to teach you. Don't bet with your heart. Everybody that that does that is is uh, <laughs> they leave Vegas pissed like damn it my team lost well well and that can be frustrating like <laughs> let's say you're a Dodger fan and you're like all right the Dodgers are in what third place in the NL West right now I think I want to bet them to win the World Series you're not getting true value it's on awful that. value I looked at it yesterday and I was like I think it was like plus six hundred and I'm like that is asinine to bet that like you are. It's and yeah. The they, Lakers they, they could very well win the World Series, but at six to one is insane. You might as well wait until the playoffs and get a playoff series. You could bet that. Yeah, it's crazy. It was like the Lakers. I heard they were the favorite against the, like they were playing the Suns. They were still like, was it like you guys saying like two to one or three yeah. to one? I'm like, you're that is that's ridiculous. It's about to say a word that's not allowed anymore, but that is ridiculous <laughs> to take the Lakers that like almost even like you're a seventh seed. With a hurt ass, broke ass, and Davis, and a whack ass, dumb ass LeBron James, like there, and then sure enough, they get their ass kicked. So yeah, go ahead and take the favorites like that. And if you're a fan of one of those teams, like, and and you want to bet on the Dodgers to win the World Series right now, or you want to bet on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, or you're a Tom Brady fan, you want to bet on the Bucks to win the Super Bowl, like, sorry, but you're getting shit value, and that's mm-hmm. just. Well, conversely, too, we can bring up um, if you're going to bet a really shitty team, if you're a fan of a really shitty team, you can bet that. Because, I mean, I got Giants. I'm a Giants fan. I got Giants to win NL West at 50 to 1, which is in pretty, pretty damn crazy. So, and they're 50? looking pretty 50 to 1. I got you got to show me that ticket. After, I'll show you the ticket. Because that's amazing. I got them at 50 to 1 to win the NL West. And, you know, that's good value. You're so I mean, much better off doing that. Yes, you're so much better off doing that find and just dog. hoping they find it, right? <laughs> and look at the Giants right now. You know, they have the most wins in the majors. 
halfway through the season. So we'll see what happens. But still, like, would you rather have a ticket at fifty to one, or would you rather have a Dodger ticket at six to one to win the World Series? Like, yeah. I think the look at Canadians fans, right? You don't even need to ask that question. What I asked you guys earlier: What was the Canadians' future? I and mean, that's got to be a great ticket oh if you God. booked that six. Months I saw ago. it yesterday. Some guy <laughs> bet five grand. <laughs> And he cat or to to win um oh, whatever just it, the East or just yeah the, whatever the, the yeah. league is just to win that and he they got it at fifty to one oh my two God. months ago wow so he, he five grand he won two fifty yeah we're starting to see those show up on Twitter a little bit we'll we'll get it we'll have this and then we'll go to our break we're Niners fans Joe <laughs> you're, you're not gonna like the NFC West future I just made, but oh, God. again, mm-hmm. Niner fans, if you're betting the Niners to win the NFC West at plus 160, that's a terrible bet. It's an awful bet. It's a bad bet, and we're Niner fans, and we could say that. So uh, I, I do want to get more into NFL once we get into July, so I'll, we'll kind of save that, table that for another day, but you won't like it as a Niner fan. But no, it's fine. Hey, but don't forget about my Eagles uh, team total that's under. That's right. Do not forget about that, guys. That's right. All right, we'll take a quick break and come right back. We'll talk some baseball. All right, we're sweating. We're sweating Bucks Hawks first half. Chris, remind us. We're watching this live, so this will be funny to listen back to. What are we on for Fade Den? That was a two, by the way. Um, <laughs> we need uh, the Bucks to cover minus five and the under. I think I got two four or one fourteen. Yeah, like one fourteen. It looks like it's dead because we need it to stand or thirteen or fourteen or in the like six minutes and clank. We need like a ton of clanks, so. Yeah. Might split that, too. We'll see. We'll give you the update here in a sec. He's going to have one of these where he loses everything. Yeah. When he bets a game <laughs> we, we four see. ways, he's going to have one. We need one. him to have one of those NFL before. days where he just goes 0 for 7 or something like that. So We've seen it before. It's going to happen. I don't know I don't know when, but it, just be patient, everybody. We're going to have one of these, these great days where Dennis goes – Hawks to over every which way, and it's gonna go bucks. It's gonna <laughs> happen. You just gotta gotta be we'll patient. Get them up to minus fifty five units, or us. Sorry, we say that, but fade den team fade den, which means we'll be if you're the fader, you'll be at fifty. He's probably like more like seventy eight with the juice. So. And it's Stick tough. And, it. and just last thing on the fade den, and I will get to some other stuff, but you, you can't get frustrated. Don't raise units on one just because it's been going two and two, like. When we put, po- we're betting everything one unit. We're tracking everything. We're not raising units when Dennis gets hot. We're not lowering units at any point. So just hang in there, yeah. bet them all, play them all. Don't pick and choose. Yeah, a lot of these professional people. Oh shit, Blake! Oh God bless you. You just got pooped on by Lopez. But um, <laughs> a lot of these professional guys will do four unit plays. That means if you did four unit plays. With Fade Den, you'd be up 160-something units. So it's like a lot of people probably go, 40 units, that's not that good. It's like, dude, we're doing one-unit plays every play, and we're, we're helping you guys because we're risking minimal. Like if he delays, if he goes like a plus 150, we're not laying the minus 180. We're, we're playing, being smart and only risking one unit. So do the same. Joe, you wanted to talk about something baseball-related. <laughs> yes, I do. So... Um, there's something I want to add to this podcast that maybe like we should do almost every podcast, and it's something I would call most fadeable. We are fade you. So I, I'm going to take this, and so I thought, you know what, for I do a lot of baseball, so I thought most fadeable 
major league starting pitchers. And I made a top five list, and you guys can intervene as much as you want mm-hmm. here. Can we guess who's on it? Um, Seriously. Let me, let me talk about them. Okay. And then maybe you can – I have some honorable mentions as well. <laughs> Chris, can probably we, we, can play a, we can play a little game. Yeah, we'll yeah, see who can gets probably play Jeopardy. That, yes. uh, there's going to be some, like, stats in here that are for, like, nerds and shit. I'll, I'll, I'll you know, give you a little rundown of those as we go. So for number five as my most fadeable Major League starting pitcher – Brad Keller from the Kansas City Royals. He has the highest ERA of any qualified starter at 6.38. His ERA plus, which is your ERA that's adjusted to the ballpark you're pitching in, 100 would be an average pitcher in the major leagues. 100. His ERA plus is 71, which means (laughs) he is 29% shittier than your (laughs) average pitcher. (laughs) His whip is 1.80, which means he's allowing 1.8 runners on base and a, per inning. Hey, Chris, is that bad? <laughs> yeah. he, has the most, he has the most hits allowed of any pitcher in the major leagues. And then War, uh, which is uh, it's kind of a controversial stat. So like a War, a zero War player would be like a completely average. A two-war player over a full season as a starter in the majors, a five would be an all-star. <laughs> an eight is an MVP. Uh, so his he's only made 15 starts, and his war is 0.9. So that's completely awful. So for people who do, war is wins above replacement. It's it's yes. controversial because people don't know how valuable it is. And it's it, it's supposed to be this player versus any just average repra- replacement level player. It, it's supposed to measure a, a player's value. In or not compared in the to others mm-hmm. at that position. Correct. So. Yeah. So he did a zero point nine in fifteen starts, and that's just astronomically shitty. <laughs> <laughs> also, his average runs against is five point three one. So keep that in mind. And so a lot of these guys I mentioned on this list, they're not only a bad pitcher, but they're on a decent team that could potentially win a game as well. So you're not paying as much juice. I don't want to, you know, bet the shittiest pitcher on a terrible team, and you have to lay minus two ten to bet this guy, you know, fade him. So, uh, my number four most fadeable MLB pitcher is the entire Los Angeles Angels pitching staff, <laughs> minus Shohei Otani. Um, so they have the fourth most earned runs, third most walks. Their ERA plus is ninety five as a staff, so it's five percent below league average. They've allowed the seventh most homers, ninth most hits. Their combined starter war, so the combined of every starter, including Shohei, is negative one. Wow. The relievers, even crazier, negative 1.8 war. <laughs> We're not even halfway through the season. <laughs> and then to top it all off, uh, their blown save rate, 43%. I wonder if your boy Bundy has anything to do with that. <laughs> wow. Or Iglesias. Cobb. Or Mr. Cobb. Okay, number three, we got Wade Smiley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a boy. He's got a 5.11 ERA. He's got six, 60 innings pitched, 60 hits, 23 walks. ERA plus of 86, so he's 14% shittier than average. He's given up four, 15 homers, which is the most or ninth most of any pitcher to throw a baseball this season. 15 homers. All right, number two, Luis Castillo. 
Oh, your boy. Another boy of Chris from oh, on the wow. Reds. Five, <laughs> 5.61 ERA, eighth most earned runs. He's 18% below average, and his hits per nine is 10.7. And he averages four walks per nine innings, which is pretty pretty terrible. Oh, and then, but not to mention his record is 2-10, so he's leading the majors in losses. <laughs> wow. And he's fun to fade because he's on a good team that's above 500, but, you know, you don't have to lay a bunch of juice. Mm -hmm. And then can you guys guess that's the number one most fadeable pitcher? Oh, my gosh. The Harvester. Great guess, Chris. It's the Dark Knight. (laughs) He's made 15 starts. His war is negative 1.8. He's got a 7.8 ERA, a 1.8 whip. And then there's this one more stat. It's called uh, it's RAA. Is it Sheffield? Runs better than average adjusted. So it's like basically the amount of runs you'd expect him. So zero is an average pitcher. So the amount of runs you'd expect them to give up, and this adjusts for the opponents they've played, the ballpark, how good the defense has been. That league average would be zero. In 15 starts, his is negative 23, which is by far the worst in the major leagues. And then a funny stat too here is, what their win-loss percentage would be on an average team. So you take this pitcher, you put him behind in a completely average offense, completely average defense. His win-loss percentage on an average team, 36% winning percentage. (laughs) (laughs) So that's completely fadeable every time, even though it didn't work out today as well. I don't know if – I haven't checked it to see the total, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Is that him? Is it Harvey? Harvey was number one. Yeah, I don't know. You can check the stat right now. And so he just is just down a, five to one, but I think he only allowed. Um, he allowed three. Three. Okay. Yeah. So to be clear, you're not saying blindly fade these guys in any situation. Like if it's Royals at Yankees, and the Yankees are minus two eighty against Keller, <laughs> like you're not gonna lay that. No, you're not gonna do that. You're maybe look at a team total or elsewhere. You could pick his. You could take his under on outs issued, that kind of... The three of us would not recommend laying minus 140 on a run line. Mm-hmm. Steam capper might. Negative. But, you know... Steam capper will. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. another story. <laughs> so you're looking at, like, when you have a situation where maybe the Royals are playing the Rangers, right? And there's not really going to be a clear favorite in that situation. That's where you might look at this pitcher. Or let's say the Reds with one of those guys, Castillo. Maybe they're playing the Pirates or something like that. That's a chance where you can fade this very fadeable pitcher in a situation where the juice on the money line isn't going to be crazy. Yeah, and that's what I kind of took into consideration when picking these was I looked at stats, but I also weighed what team they were on. Because I want to, like, if they're fadeable, we're not, like, a minus 250 is not fadeable for us. But a minus 150 could be, you know, depending on the, the how shitty they are. If you give... If anybody's going against Harvey at minus 150, we're probably laying that juice. Yeah, let's say the Angels are minus 150 at home against the Rangers, and it's Cobb or Bundy or something like that. Tanning. That's where, like, (laughs) dog hunters like the two of you guys can look to, okay, maybe there is some value on the Rangers here. Maybe one of these Angels pitchers blows up like they are, they they tend to do, and that's where you can find some value on a dog fading them. And I got some honorable mentions. Maybe you guys can guess these. I have five. I don't have stats on them, but I just looked at them, and they are dog shit. Oh, my, they are my dog boy. Shit. Let's see how many you can get out of five. My boy Dobnak has to be on there. Dobnak's not on there, Oh, my actually. gosh. Hap. No, he's not on there, oh, no. Chris. 
Uh, I already said uh, Sheffield from the Mariners. Nope. You guys are gonna kick your. You guys are gonna be so pissed when I say these names. Brett Anderson. No. Oh my god. Come on, guys. You're better than this. Who else is scum, Chris? Can you give us the teams? <laughs> uh, Cardinals. Oh yeah. Either uh, Martinez or Oviatiano or whatever. Gant. Oh, oh your boy oh, Gant. Oh, Gant. Our, our walk machine, Gant. <laughs> yeah. He has the most walks in the majors by, like, 20 walks. It's pretty ridiculous. If you have Atlanta first half, uh, you may or may not. Unless you had plus 32. <laughs> oh, holy you're shit. Not good. <laughs> I didn't even look at it. Nice uh, Hawks first half, Dan. <laughs> right. Uh, Zach Davies. Has been absolutely oh, yeah. trash. Although he was a god for us last he night, did no hit. he did no hit the Julius. That's yesterday. true. Yeah, he did. But but the, even the stats I looked at included what was in there last night. Okay. It was complete garbage. Uh-huh. Uh, Garrett Richards. Oh God. Yeah. Red Sox. Chris is Merrill Kelly. Oh God, Merrill. Why did I? I should have said Merrill the first right. one. And then our our favorite Chichi Gonzalez. Oh, Chichi's pretty bad. I was hoping you were gonna remember. He got absolutely shelled yesterday. Yeah. Well, good stuff, Joe. I mean, we that's I mean, we are fade you. We like to find the the narratives and the people you can fade and go against. So maybe people can make a short list of those pitchers and kind of look for them in the right spots, and we'll try to point out when those might be. Yeah, I like to call that most fadeable. So we could mm-hmm. we could use that in in many different instances. All right, we'll get out of here with that. We're gonna watch. Uh, yeah, like like Chris just alluded to, the, the Hawks are getting ab- the shit kicked out of them. <laughs> Did you say they're a little bit half-time. of a public dog tonight? I mean, it's you know they went out right in game one on the books. Leave it right there. Right there. Same <laughs> number and get they're they daring you to take the Hawks budge. again. It's called line reading. Just and left line yeah. right in front of you to take a bite of. This, uh, just dangle that little carrot, little bunny. Yeah. All right, guys, uh, we will catch you next time. We're probably at some point in July going to phase to just one pot a week until we get to football season. And we do have some exciting things coming uh, with our year anniversary coming up in about a month. So, Chris, just remind everybody, sometimes when you bet on poop, you might get a shitty result. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is Fade You.